get ready for part three of my series, All Around Networking, where you're going to learn about a formula that I crafted some time back, and it has really served me and my clients really well. And what you're going to learn is after you've listened to part one and part two, how to get in front of the right people, how to reach out to them, you need a way to chat with them and be succinct and and really market yourself. And so this particular episode is really going to talk about how do you do that in a really great way that highlights your undeniable strengths but really captures the attention of the person you're talking to and actually you're really gonna love this too if you're in the market for a job right now you can use this formula and I have not only for networking but really for your interview process for your resume um, and other ways that you'll you'll learn along the way. So get ready, buckle up for the last part of the series where you're gonna get continued secrets <laughs> about things that have worked for me and my job searching and networking process. Literally, a woman reached out just last week and said, "I cannot believe your formula." <laughs> Her words. She said, it is gold. I have shocked myself. I literally was negotiating with a recruiter before we even got into the interview process because of my introduction and the way it landed with them. And she said, I know that that was the difference. And she put her own little twist on it too, combining her vision and mission Um And it really, really worked for her. And it has really worked for me. So buckle up, like I said, because you're in for a real treat. So glad to see individuals joining this special session where I'm going to be spilling the deets on one of my famous formulas. Um, But Before I get into that, I would love to chat a little bit about um, probably why you're here. Um, and so hopefully one of these resonates with you. Um, if not, we'd love to hear more about it, about it, but feel free to react to if something resonates. So if you're here, you're probably looking for an HR job or role and likely don't either have direct experience or minimal experience or what I consider a non-traditional background. Uh, probably somewhere along the lines of apply to 100 or more jobs with no offers. It's what I typically tend to see people in my network or you're just trying to get an edge on your competition for your next HR role. So I am going to be sharing an exact formula that I teach my clients that help them become super clear, succinct and marketable for their brand so that they actually can land their next HR role. Hey, Caroline, nice to see you here. Uh, Before I get into all of what um, I share with my clients and the formula that I use, who am I? I'm a former retail gal turned HR, born and raised in Detroit. I inject energy in all that I do. That's what everybody tells me and it's how I lead and love. I'm known for being a master collaborator and relationship builder, and you cannot stop me. 
from facilitating, training, teaching, and coaching. It's, it's literally what, what I love to do. And I believe wholeheartedly in how I use my coaching practice. I believe that you can radically be you, work on the things that give you energy, and ultimately have the balance you deserve in your career and in your life. I transitioned about five years ago to HR, and I'm glad I did because it worked out. I was promoted four times within those five years. So now, as I look back, I am ready to give back to the world and help people who want to transition as well using some of my proven processes, formulas, while leveraging their own unique skills and, surprise, surprise, their brand. And that's why you're here. So let's talk a little bit about why having a brand is important if it's not obvious already. I see this when I'm when I'm going through with my clients uh, all the time as we get into our sessions, you know, I ask them, you know, simple questions about why why they want to go into their role, um, you know, what are they sharing in terms of who they are or why they're looking for their next thing. And, you know, typically I get a kind of a range of things uh, job description being read off, <laughs> things that just don't really give me a full picture of who they are as a person. And so when recruiters are looking to at, at, for you to ask a, answer that question, why this role? What's unique about you? You know, having a GPT chat answer or chat GPT answer version ready usually doesn't serve you well. And that's what I tend to get back is some robotic version of what people are are sharing of themselves. And so I'm not sure 100%, 100% where it comes from. I think it comes from nerves. I think it maybe comes from um, reading off the job description, maybe some confusion, maybe, you know, rushing a sense of urgency. You know, it may be different for each person. But I can tell you without a doubt that consciously or unconsciously, when you're sharing a version of you that is not most aligned to a recruiter, to an HR person, to a potential employer, to a manager, um, it will be very clear, right? Um, you can pick up or you can sense when something just doesn't feel quite authentically the person. So how can you get there? Um, I wanna help you out so that you can get to a place where you are sharing the most real, the most raw, the most beautiful version of you so that you are attracting companies that will will want your natural abilities, will want your natural things. Because I know as a person who transitioned myself, it's already hard to transition in general, or sorry, to find a job in general, but then to transition, you have a little bit more of a challenge than a normal person who's looking for a role, right? And so you have to, it's a little bit more, I don't know, pressure, if you will, to market yourself and to market yourself well. So I will share exactly what my formula is and I am going to give you some examples. Hopefully they give you um, some inspiration and some ideas on how to kind of market yourself. And you're gonna love this because <laughs> I'm all about efficiency. So this formula that I'm going to share with you, and hopefully you can walk away and make your own branding statements. I call it career change story, whatever you want to call it, elevator speech, whatever you walk away with, you're going to be able to use that on your resume, on your LinkedIn, uh, when you're networking, when you're talking to a recruiter, when you're talking to the hiring manager. 
So it's a one-stop, one-size-fits-all one kind of formula. And I'm telling you it works because I use it with my clients. I use it with myself. Um, and I even use it when in, in a day-to-day -day kind of setting as well when I'm just networking with people or in my organization. Okay, so what is the formula? If you have a pen and paper or if you're multitasking, this is a great time to kind of take notes um, because I'm going to share with you the formula. So it's three parts. When you're thinking about what is my branding statement or how do I articulate my brand? The first piece is trying to understand what is your passion or authentic reason for your HR role? What does that mean? What is What can you communicate that is uniquely true about you? So one thing that I, that I notice when I work with a lot of individuals when they're transitioning to HR, I hear a lot of common speak. And one of those things or passions or authentic reasons, which may be true, but I call it kind of a surface reason, um, is that they are a leader or another one might be I'm a people person. So again, while those may be true things about you, um, it doesn't exactly give me on the other side something really unique and specific about you, right? So, so I'm going to get more into that. So let's just put a pause on that. And I promise you, I'll give you some more examples. The second piece of the formula is around your skills and natural abilities. What are the things that you are known for? When you walk in a room, what is your wow factor? What are the things that people constantly comment about that you feel you're like, that's not a thing. Like that's natural. What is that natural thing that you do already that you're known for? Now, I think people struggle with this one. It takes a little, it takes some deep thinking sometimes uh, because we just don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do. And also because it comes so natural, you might not think about it. So this is one where you might have to go out and ask friends, family, colleagues, your manager, like what, you know, what's my special thing? What's my superpower, right? And kind of reflect on that. And the third and final part is what is your big picture reason or your why now for becoming an HR professional? Why does this, why does the company know or can trust that a transition for you kind of makes sense? Again, this is an area where I find people again go kind of surface level and it requires a level of kind of reflection or thinking. And what I what I find helps my clients think through this particular question. Um, because you don't, you don't want to, you know, I've heard people say things like, well, you know, I'm, I just want a different role or, you know, I just, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I've always wanted to go into HR, right? Again, very general, very broad. You want to think back to a moment where you're like, I, I had an aha moment where HR was for me. What was that special moment? There had to be something. There had to be an interaction with a person. There had to be feedback that you got from someone. You maybe helped someone. Uh, maybe you always were told that you were, you, you know, good at teaching, training, facilitating, and somehow that trans, trans, transferred into HR. Um, so really think about that big picture or why. All right. So those are three. So I'm going to repeat them. The three parts of the formula before I go into some examples for inspiration. First, what is your authentic reasons about your passions and authentic reasons that communicate what's uniquely true about you? What are your natural skills and abilities? Plus, what's your big picture why? And you, you meld all those together <laughs> and you make what I, what I call your career change story. 
or whatever you want to call it. Now, I'm going to share some real examples that I that I've helped develop with some of my clients um, and highly recommend that, you know, you don't copy and paste these uh, because for all the reasons I mentioned above, this needs to truly reflect you for it to work. Okay. I think about when I'm going to, you know, look for a, um, a contractor for my house, right? We want to do our bathroom. I, when I talk to people and I ask them questions, okay, like, you know, what is your process or what is your kind of like natural skill set? Um, I usually can tell right away, you know, when someone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I can do modern. Well, I'm like, well, but is that what you naturally do, <laughs> right? Like that's not, that's kind of not in their skill set, right? Whereas like when I can tell someone, when they share with me, hey, you know, yes, I've been working on spa-like, um, spa-like spa designs and usually our clientele wants X, Y, and Z, then I can usually right away feel the energy and feel what resonates with me uh, and it helps me make a more informed decision. And so, you know, think about that from the, from the, opposite lens as well when you're looking for or you know if you're recruiting something someone for your company or a contractor for your house or you were trying to go to a store you're likely going to be looking for someone that meets your needs that you're attracted to that that naturally fit with your vision and that's what recruiters are looking for so my first example that i share with you is actually someone who's not pivoting into um into hr um, so, but, but I would love to kind of share this example with you because I think it's pretty beautiful. And then I'll share two HR examples. And then I'll leave you with three questions to think about for yourself to start to make your own version. So this one comes from a woman who is transitioning from higher ed to marketing. I am interested in a marketing role because I'd love to leverage, okay, this is where you insert kind of that unique or passionate, passionate, authentic reason, because I'd love to leverage my creative and artistic side within the marketing community. I am the go-to for solving the hardest problem or toughest clients because my ability to adapt to any situation is unmatched, as well as my customer service approach to all that I do. I would really love to pivot and leverage my master's in marketing to focus on the behind the scenes of influencing how customers perceive products and impact a successful marketing campaign. So I would love for y'all to really think about this formula as a guide, right? So I, you can absolutely insert your passion, your skills or natural abilities and your big picture uh, in any way, shape or form, but it's, it's how you kind of get started in branding yourself. So I'm gonna share the second one. So this is a woman who was, uh, no, actually, this was a guy who was transitioning from a kind of social work background to becoming an HR generalist. I am really motivated to become an HR generalist because of my natural abilities that have been well noted to lead with a high EQ. I know my ability to assess and manage a range of team dynamics allows me to keep or get them on track. I am not afraid of conflict management, and it has been shared with me that my ability to innately be aware of team dynamics enables the business needs. Becoming an HR professional now would be an amazing opportunity for me to influence culture of an organization 
at a higher impact that I am currently working at. Okay, so I don't know if you saw, but again, we started at the beginning. My natural ability we talked about was to lead with high EQ. That was feedback that he received multiple times as we went through our process they received from his managers. So what is the thing that your managers are constantly telling you? I know my ability, natural ability, to assess and manage a range of teen dynamics. This was something that constantly came up. This was a constant theme that he kept sharing with me that he received awards for, that he was able to, to manage a teen dynamic from all sides, right? Whether it was um, troubling or conflict management, new teen dynamics, those things kept coming up. So those were natural abilities. And then at the end, right, he talked a little bit about why now? This is a great opportunity for me to use my skills to influence culture of an organization and impact at a higher level than I am today. All right, y'all vibing with me. React if this is making sense. Um, if you have, uh, or react if it's not making sense. <laughs> All right, my last one that I'll share with you. Um, this is a woman who was transitioning from higher ed to learning and development. I am highly motivated to become an, uh, a learning and development professional because I am a passionate educator that would love to see organizations lead with a people-centric, ethical, and inclusive mindset. Hello, passion, authentic reason. I know that natural skill or ability, we're about to go insert it. My ability to turn chaos to order will allow me to jump into many parts of learning and development needs for organizations along with my strong facilitation skills. I will be able to take all the puzzle pieces, okay, another natural ability that we weaved in there because she literally loves puzzles, right? So if there's something you just totally love, no matter how quirky it is, if it's Star Wars, if it's, you know, if it's, you know, your love of making, I don't know, floral arrangements or fruit arrangements, you know, you got to start to really kind of weave in your natural strengths and natural abilities because it makes you you. It's how you're going to lead. It's how you're going to solve problems. It's how you're going to attract and, and, and um, convince managers that are attracted to your skill set to hire you. Okay. So, so she says, I will be able to take all the puzzle pieces in the organization and make sure they fit for a cohesive learning and development experience. Hello, drop the mic. I, I absolutely love this one because this one was so true to her and who she was as a person. All right, so here we go with the big picture or the why now. Transitioning is important to me now because I am looking to impact differently than I am in my current role. I would love to transition from education to impact our future leaders and companies which will be a new area for me to explore and use my many transferable skills. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So there are so many different ways you can take this. It can, as you can see, it can range. It can be very different. You know, I've worked with people who, I don't know, love airplane mechanics. You know, whatever it is that you do, you want to make sure it's true to you. Okay, so it's one, it's one opening statement that you can use for a lot of different things. I take my clients through this comprehensive process to really uncover their undeniable strengths, non-negotiables, values, and desires. But I will leave you all with three questions, okay? You might want to write these down that you can think about right now. And I would highly encourage you while you're inspired or you're feeling, you know, maybe hearing, thinking of some words that might resonate with you, 
to send yourself a voice note, write them down, whatever you got to do so you don't lose those, those things that are uh, bubbling up in your gut right now. The first question is, what am I known for? What am I known for? The second question, what was my first or most recent aha moment that I knew HR was for me? Okay. And the last question, what do I do, read about, think about, or talk about all the time? What's your soapbox thing? What are you always talking about? What are you always thinking about? And you find a way to weave those things into, uh, <laughs> I love the laugh, Emily. Uh, find a way to weave those into one statement, right? And, and don't be afraid to iterate it, you know, throw it out there, put it on a sheet of paper, say, say it out loud to your loved one, send me a voice note. I'm happy to, to hear how it resonates with me. Um, but yeah, you can totally go ahead and take those and put those to action. Um, and so as I close, um, I will share with you all, I know this, this is a tough job market. I know that many people are, are looking to pivot and get into HR and I'm super excited about that. I'm very passionate that individuals um, from all different backgrounds are highly needed in HR right now. Um, and I also know many people are looking for their next promotion or their next thing. And so I, I love that to, to be able to support, support individuals through that. Um, and I know that there's a lot of market dynamics and I just wanna leave people with, um, I understand and acknowledge that they're not easy, but I want you to walk away with that the market may be tough, but the market does not determine your marketability. And I think you can have the, this take this opportunity to really market yourself and have a strong, succinct, clear brand. And hopefully you all can walk away and you can use the formula that I provided you if you need more support or help, I do offer a couple of uh, ways that you can get my support. And I do have two slots available before I go to my honeymoon. Um, if anyone is interested for two 90 minute sessions for career rebranding intensives. And it's it's on sale now before I go to my honeymoon, like I said, usually $4.99, but right now $2.49. So if there's something that you want to explore or want to try, Definitely, I can share more with you on what I do, the process. You can, you know, DM me and we can talk about that. Um, but in any case, I wish you all the best of luck in your uh, future endeavors and looking forward to supporting you through that. All right. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to DM me and have a great evening, everybody. See ya.